Hello, my friend. Welcome to How to Like Your Life, a brain training podcast for mindset transformation. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm Emily Lies. I'm a brain training specialist and hypnosis practitioner, and I'm here to teach you how to harness your own inner power using the magic and science of brain training and self-hypnosis to transform your life and like your life. Before we jump into the episode, I have a very exciting announcement The next cohort of my six-week hypnotic empowerment brain training masterclass is open for registration. The class will be from May 18th to June 22nd, and it's a live brain training and hypnosis online course where I will personally guide you through mental practices and exercises that you can use to reprogram your mind. You'll learn how to really clear out the mental junk that's holding you back by reducing your stress, reprogramming, limiting beliefs, regulating your nervous system so that you can start to condition your mind to feel better. You'll also learn really practical ways to increase your access to joy, boost your confidence, believe in yourself more boost motivation, and get clarity on your goals so that you can boldly pursue them. We will do all of this through live group calls every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. There's recordings if you can't make it live or if you want to go through the program at your own pace. There are video lessons, guided hypnosis recordings each week, journal prompts, worksheets, a private community forum, and so many more resources. And I'm so excited to personally guide you through this process. I do offer flexible payment plans through Afterpay, and you can learn more and get all of the information to register at the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you there. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Today, I want to tackle a pretty universal topic, and that is what to do when things feel like they're too big to handle. When the thing that we are facing just feels like we are about to climb a mountain. And this could apply to really, really good things in our lives, like planning a wedding, or really, really hard things. Today we're chatting about overwhelm, when our brains and bodies feel like it is just too much to keep going with the task at hand. And of course, how to make it feel more manageable so that we can get back to liking our lives. Now, the first few episodes of this podcast were more focused on the positive side of liking our life. But this podcast is not about pretending like everything is wonderful all the time because challenges arise and it gets hard sometimes, right? You know, even in my own life, I have so many tools, so many tools to deal with challenges, to cope with stress, and I still get stressed. I still deal with crap because the human experience is messy. And as a late diagnosed autistic person, I get overwhelmed a lot. It comes with the territory. So I'm right here with you. And for this episode, we're defining the act of liking our lives as the process of helping ourselves feel as okay as we can in the hard moments that we're facing. Liking our lives does not just mean joy and happiness and all these wonderful feelings. It means self-soothing and helping ourselves feel safe and doing what we can to feel as okay as we can without diminishing the fact that we are facing something pretty hard. So today we're going to talk about things that you can do to feel a little bit more okay in the big scary moments and the big positive moments that feel like they're just a little bit too much sometimes. Now the most important thing to keep in mind when we experience overwhelm, when we think about overwhelm, is that this kind of fear and stress and paralysis arises when our brains perceive that we don't have enough resources or strengths to match the challenge at hand. 
I'm going to repeat that because it's really important. Our brains feel stressed and overwhelmed when we perceive that we don't have enough resources to match the challenge at hand. So a really basic example of this is if we're being chased by a bear, of course, we're going to be stressed because our brains are perceiving that we don't have the strength, the physical strength to match the challenge at hand, which is the bear chasing after us. That is why our brains mobilize us into fight or flight responses to give us our best chance to give us adrenaline so that we can run faster, fight harder, so that we can think more quickly on our feet. And it kind of supercharges that strength so that we can match the challenge a little bit more easily. But our brains don't understand that a big deadline or a project at work or a wedding is not the same thing as being chased by a bear. So it's perceiving that we don't have enough resources within our minds to deal with this hard thing, even though it's not a physical threat. And so it causes us to feel stressed. It causes us to go into fight or flight sometimes. It causes us to freeze up because the task is just too hard to tackle. So the key to feeling more okay is to build up our resources, give ourselves proof that we do have the strengths and resources to match the challenge at hand, because we do. Spoiler alert, you do have the resources. And the other thing that we can do is make the challenge smaller, scale it back so that the challenge that we're facing doesn't feel so big to begin with. So let's chat about how we can do these things. And I will walk you through with an example in my personal life so that you can see how this can be applied. Now, first and foremost, we all have inner strengths and resources that support us each day, that help us live good lives, that help us face challenges, that help us do things that would otherwise be scary to someone else. You have inner strengths. You have mental resources, things that help your brain do things like determination, perseverance, focus, the way that you process information, the way that you learn, the way that you think through problems in your own unique way. It could also be your sense of memory or grit or honesty or dedication. You also have emotional resources, skills and strengths that help you feel things in your own way. You might have an ability to cultivate positive emotions or cheer yourself up in certain situations. You might have emotional regulation or playfulness or courage or patience or kindness or authenticity, compassion, enthusiasm, etc. You also have an array of physical resources in your actual body, things that help your body move through this world. You have practical skills. Perhaps you know how to tie your shoes or you know how to drive a car, you know how to cook. Maybe you have sensory resources like sight, smell, sound, sensations, your ability to hear music or feel a soft blanket or smell a candle. You have artistic skills, your ability to create different things in your own way. You might have physical athletic skills. If you are an athletic kind of person, you also have relational resources, things that help you connect with other people in the world. That might be your unique communication style, the way that you teach others. It could be empathy or friendliness or seeing the good in people or caring about society, animals, the world, strangers, the ability to love in certain ways. It could be a sense of justice and so on and so forth. These are just examples. There are so many more. And I would encourage you to take a moment to really take inventory of the resources that you have, the things that help you live a good life, the things that help you move through challenges because you have them. 
And I can identify one in you right now. You are listening to this podcast, which means you have the resource of a desire to grow and learn about yourself and support yourself. That's a big one. So what we're going to do is take a challenge that you're facing and start to match it with the resources that you have so that your brain can start to perceive that you can handle it because you can. So I'd like you to think about something that feels really big for you right now. And that could be a positive experience as well. It does not have to be some big, scary, stressful thing, but something that just feels a little bit too big sometimes. For me, getting this podcast up and running is pretty big and scary. (laughs) So I'm going to be using that as an example as we move through the rest of this episode. But as you're listening to this, just think of something that feels really big right now and don't make it anything too traumatic. If you want to use this strategy to work through trauma, please do it with the support of a licensed mental health professional that knows you and can support you. Let's just avoid those things for this conversation though. So now that you have identified a challenge, and now that I have identified that I am tackling this podcast launch because we are still pretty early in this process, we're going to start by acknowledging the fact that our brains are trying to protect us by being overwhelmed from this. My brain is seeing this podcast as a really big, scary endeavor, which it is. I'm putting myself out there in a really new way. I'm signing up for an ongoing project that requires deadlines and accountability and a lot more work on my end. And that's, that's scary. So of course my brain's trying to protect me. It's trying to conserve my energy and make sure that I can handle it. And so that's where that stress is coming from. So take a moment to just thank your brain for trying to protect you because that's all it's ever doing. Your brain is trying to help you feel as okay as you can. Sometimes it's counterintuitive with the stress that we feel, but it's doing its best. So let's take a pause. If you are driving, please keep your eyes open for this part of the exercise. If you are not driving, maybe take a moment to close your eyes and just put your hand on your heart because the act of putting our hand on our chest has similar physiological effects as getting hugged. So give your heart a little hug right now and start to think of that part of you that's trying to protect you. That part of you that's trying to make sure that you're okay because it's perceiving a big challenge. You might imagine this part of you as a little kid or a cute little fluffy animal, something innocent. And as you imagine it in front of you, just say thank you. Take a moment to thank this part of you. Maybe take a deep breath with me if that feels good. And let that go with a sigh out your mouth. Good. You can open your eyes if they were closed. Now this next step is to show that little scared part of you that it's okay, that you actually have the tools to handle this. And in order to do this, we really need to look at the situation as it is. It's so easy for our brains to catastrophize big situations and make them feel so much less manageable than they are. And what I mean by that is when I'm thinking about really getting this podcast up and running, My brain views it as a mountain that has to be climbed because I'm thinking about all the episodes I have to record and all the ideas I need to come up with. And what if I don't have enough ideas? What if I am not successful with this? What if I can't handle the amount of work that is added to my weeks? I have to do all of the social media marketing. And instead of viewing it as what it really is, which is just a series of small tasks that I know how to do, it's so easy for me to perceive it as a 
big, huge thing that I have to tackle, like a bear that is running after me in the woods. And that's where the stress comes from. It's when our brains compile all of the individual moments of this project and make it seem like it's one big thing all at once. But in reality, every big thing that we face, every big situation is really just a collection of teeny tiny ones. It's a collection of small moments that we have to work through one at a time, no matter what. Even if we are viewing it as this big thing, we still only face the challenge one moment at a time. So the key is to really take that big thing and scale it back to the right here, right now, and break it all down and then start to piece together the inner strengths that we need for those individual moments. I'd like to quickly interrupt this episode to share a bit about how you can make it easier to like your life using my hypnosis app, Doddle. What you might not know is that every single episode of this How to Like Your Life podcast is paired with a recommended guided hypnosis session on the Doddle app to help you enhance the practices that we're talking about here so you don't have to figure it out all on your own. On the app, you'll also find tons and tons of full-length hypnosis sessions to help you in so many areas of your life, including relaxation, stress relief, focus, motivation, joy, confidence, health and healing, sleep, getting in touch with your goals, and so much more. There's also a whole library of eyes open hypnosis for you to listen to while you're doing things actively, while walking, while showering. There's also a library of mood shifters, which are practices that are under five minutes designed to help you get out of a stress response fast and feel better quickly. So in this podcast, I'll teach you how to like your life and on Doddle, it'll become a very easy task. So make sure to try out Doddle for free for seven days and you can find the download links in the show notes. Now let's get back to the episode. So if I take something like launching a podcast, for example, all of the teeny tiny steps and moments that come together to become a podcast launch is actually very familiar to me. So for example, I needed to come up with a concept and come up with a title. I've done that for things before. I needed to take a photo for the cover art. I have had my photo taken. (laughs) And then it involves making a plan and making an outline and coming up with different topics that I wanna talk about. And when it comes time to record the podcast, I just have to press play in my recording software that I use all the time and talk about things that I talk about all the time, and so on and so forth. So when we break it down into something really, really small, we actually know how to do it. And then it becomes easier to match those inner strengths and inner resources. Because coming up with a title involves creativity and brainstorming, and that is a strength that I really love about myself. Getting my photo taken involves cultivating a positive emotion so that I can genuinely smile. Recording involves talking about the thing that I love, and as an autistic person whose special interest is brain training, it's pretty easy to talk about that thing that I love using a recording device. And each of those moments, all of a sudden, don't seem so big. They don't seem so bad. Because all we're responsible for is the moment right now. So if you're planning a wedding and you're really, really stressed about it, break it up into the teeny tiny parts of it. You might have to try on some outfits. You've done that before. You've put on clothing before. You have to taste some food. I'm sure that you are very familiar with that. You have to make some phone calls and organize things. And all of these individual little tasks all of a sudden become doable because they're familiar, because you know how to handle those individual steps. And if any of those things are new to you, that's also okay. 
So after you have made a list of the steps that it takes to move through this challenge, whether it's a good challenge or a more difficult one, after you've written out each of those steps, I'd like you to ask yourself, what inner resources can I use to make this step easier or manageable? What inner strengths can I pair with this step so that it feels more okay? And when you've written out these inner strengths, all of a sudden you're kind of neutralizing the charge around it because your brain is going to start to see that you have the strengths to match the challenge at hand. You have the strength to fight off that bear. And something else that I would recommend is as you are breaking down this situation into teeny tiny steps, make it smaller and smaller and smaller. So for example, if you are writing a book and you're really stressed about writing a book, break it down into writing one sentence or one word or even one letter. You know how to do that. You know how to press a key on your computer. And the more you scale it back, the more your brain is going to trust that you're okay. And in those moments where it doesn't really feel okay, especially in the big situations that are not super positive, like writing a book or starting a podcast, if you're dealing with something a little bit more complicated, if you feel overwhelm building up in your system, if you're feeling stress in the right here and right now, take a pause and ask yourself, how can I feel just 1% better right now? What is one thing I can do to help me feel 1% better? And that could just be taking a deep breath. It could be giving yourself a hug. It could be stepping outside for a minute, getting some fresh air. It could be taking a sip of water, getting a snack, putting on a soft sweatshirt. And in that moment of giving yourself something to help you feel 1% better, you're actually meeting a need. You're pairing that moment with a resource that can help you face that challenge a little bit more easily. And over time, your brain is going to feel more and more trusting and more and more okay. Because in each teeny tiny moment, you know how to support yourself. You know how to breathe. When in doubt, just breathe through this moment and that'll bring you into the next one. And that will make it more and more okay. And what I'm talking about here is really how mindfulness works. This is the practice of being mindful and aware of the present moment right here, the teeny tiny fleeting moment which is the only moment that we ever have access to. And yet we move into the next one as soon as we realize that we were in the last one. Now, so often we get lost in the magnitude of big events in our lives, the projects and problems and relationships and health scares. And we get so lost in the future and we forget that the only moment that we actually have access to is the one that we have right now. And more often than not, even in the big, horrible moments in our lives, right now, we're generally pretty okay for the most part. And in the next moment, we are okay. If you are able to breathe through this moment and bring yourself into the next, you are okay. Doesn't mean everything's perfect, but if you breathe through it, that means you have a resource to match that challenge. So take that mountain that you are facing, the magnitude of that situation, Pull out a metaphorical magnifying glass and start to just look at the one step that you are responsible for right now. And that is all you have to worry about right now because we can only ever do one thing at a time. And so if I were writing an outline for one of my podcast episodes, but at the same time worrying about all of the future episodes I would ever create and also thinking about all of the social media that I would have to make, blah, 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 that's making it harder for me to actually do the step that is right in front of me. All we are responsible for 
is what we are doing right now in this breath. So I would like to take a pause and bring it back to this moment. So whatever you are facing in your life, I want you to start showing your brain that you are okay right now. If you are driving, please keep your eyes open and on the road and make sure that you are safe. If you are in a place where you feel comfortable closing your eyes, feel free to do so and just settle in and allow yourself to get comfortable for a moment. Put your hand on your heart once again and just notice the sensation of your hand on your chest. Notice the weight of your hand almost as though you are feeling yourself giving a hug to your heart. Just notice what that feels like. And as you do this, let's take a long, slow, deep breath in together and really feel the air leaving your lungs as you exhale. Good. Now we're going to take another long, deep breath in together. And when you do this, I want you to start to notice the sensations of your breathing. You might notice your belly expanding. You might notice the air moving through your nose and filling your lungs. You might notice your shoulders rising just a little bit. Start to pay attention to what it feels like to breathe. Let's take another long, deep breath in together. And let that go. Good. And we're going to do another long, slow, deep breath in. And as you inhale, I want you to recognize that in this moment right now, right now in this tiny millisecond, you are okay. You are. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't. So let's breathe in together. And let that go with a big sigh out your mouth. Good. If your eyes were closed, you can open them back up. If you're driving, please continue driving safely. And as you move throughout your day, I really want you to start to turn your attention to your breathing every once in a while. You don't need to do a big whole meditation unless you want to. But as you're cooking dinner or as you are going for a bathroom break, as you're driving to work, after you send an email, or even in moments where you're starting to feel like that big situation is getting too big, your only job in that moment is to breathe. Just take one deep breath and acknowledge that in this breath, you are okay. You have the resources to match the situation you're facing. So to recap, when things get hard, when things feel like they're too much or too big, get out a journal and scale it back to the teeny tiny individual little moments, little steps that you are responsible for. And for each of those steps, write out the inner resources and inner strengths that you have that support you, that will help you make that step more okay. And if you're having a hard time thinking of a specific inner strength, just write deep breath. That is a strength. That is a resource. And as you work through this situation, continue to ask yourself, how can I help myself feel 1% better in this moment? And start meeting some of your needs. Start showing the scared little part of you that it's okay, that you know how to soothe yourself. You know how to feel just 1% better. And it's going to take that mountain and turn it into very manageable, doable steps that will help you get through it. You've got this. I'm a very practical person, so I want to share with you some additional resources that can help support the things that you're implementing from this podcast. 
Firstly, I have my hypnosis app Doddle, which has over a hundred guided sessions for so many different areas of your life. And the coolest thing about the Doddle app is that it's paired with this podcast, How to Like Your Life. So for every episode in this podcast, in the Doddle app, you will find a library with a suggested guided hypnosis session that matches the theme of the episode. Doddle is free to try for seven days. You can check it out, cancel anytime. And all of the info is linked in the show notes. And if you want to take a much deeper dive into brain training and self-hypnosis and work with me to learn how to retrain your brain to really like your life fully, I do have a live masterclass called Hypnotic Empowerment. It's a six-week online brain training intensive with live group calls, video lessons, new guided hypnosis sessions and brain training practices every week, and so, so much more. That's designed to really help you clear out the mental junk that is keeping you stuck. So you'll learn how to reduce your stress, reprogram limiting beliefs, regulate your nervous system, build your confidence, increase your access to joy and motivation, and really gain clarity on your goals so that you can boldly and confidently pursue them. And the next cohort is officially open for registration. It's from May 18th to June 22nd. The live calls are every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern time, but if you can't make it live, that's totally okay. You can access the recordings anytime. You have access to the entire course for a full year. It is truly such a wonderful mental reset in such a beautiful and supportive community. So make sure to check out the link in the show notes to learn more and claim your spot in the Hypnotic Empowerment Masterclass. If you got something out of this episode, if you benefited from this in any way, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you feel so inclined, please also rate and review this podcast. Ratings and reviews are so, so helpful for creators like me to reach more people and continue to offer these resources for free because I really, really want to make brain training accessible and make self-care accessible because everyone deserves to like their life. You are so capable of liking your life. You have so many inner strengths within you that can help you feel better. You have been listening to How to Like Your Life. This is Emily Lies, and it's been so wonderful chatting with you. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Bye friend.